Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Melania Money, and today we're talking the life currency with Whitney Marie. for joining us on the podcast. I'm so excited to talk about the life currency. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Like this is my first podcast, so yay! but I'm so excited for to be on here today. Fantastic. Nothing to be nervous about. So tell me a little bit about the life currency and, you know, really why you decided to start it. Yeah. Um, So the life currency is, I like to think of it as a content mentorship site. So we really look at educating through the lens of content and community. Um, I started off as a mentor kind of accidentally, just noticing that I had a knack for providing, you know, advice and really, you know, understanding where people were coming from and some of the issues that they had. And through that, um, 
as I was starting to help people and growing and, and connecting with them, I realized that, you know, the demand of it was like slowly exceeding my personal supply. You know, I couldn't help everybody, even though I wanted to help everybody. And I was trying to figure out what's a way to connect with people at mass. And that's kind of where the life currency came from. And it's underneath the notion that you can find, you know, great skills and education through content and relevant articles and relevant topics, as well as the second tier of it, which is our community membership program, which is that you can, you know, find and help and grow between communities. So learning from other people's mistakes, you know, being able to have open and honest conversations and really just providing that constant feedback, it takes away the onus of one-to-one mentorship. Yeah, you know, that's I think- awesome. Why, why do you think, you know, th- this type of information that you provide, like, why is this so impactful and powerful for young female millennials or people just coming out of college? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's so important because there's a lack of truthful dialogue in today's society. You know, we're not getting the full story when it comes to, you know, education and career advancement and money management and all of these things that are so detrimental and so impactful to our lives. Um, we're in the age of social media where, you feel as though as soon as you graduate college, you're supposed to be on a yacht in St. Bart's and not understanding that in reality, you should be interning or volunteering or understanding other people's stories. And then the stories that we do here, they kind of leave out the middle part. So nobody's telling us about, you know, when they got fired from their first job or how they worked three internships coming out of college. You know, we're hearing, you know, their highlight reel at the end and it's confusing. And, you know, what I've seen from just one-to-one mentorship is that these young girls are coming out and they're not prepared and they're not prepared to, you know, emotionally to handle hard decisions, to, you know, make informed decisions in the workplace, to become leaders. And they're also not informed as, as far as like what the process looks like. Yeah, you know, everybody's yeah. expected to, are expecting like heightened acceleration and not realizing that, you know, it's, it's a slow crawl, you know, and it's a slow crawl in corporate America. It's a slow crawl in entrepreneurship. It's a slow crawl in everything. And really being able to have these honest conversations and dialogues to things that aren't exactly fun and pretty, but putting a creative spin on it and making sure that it's coming from a place that meets them where they are is what's important with the life currency. Yeah. And do you, I mean, obviously this is a trend that's happening, but I mean, do you really think, is it attributed to, you know, kind of social media and everybody's, you know, so connected that way that, that we're missing this middle part or what do you think is really happening that's causing that? I think it's a few things, you know, I'll definitely, I don't, I don't want to say social media is to blame, but you have to think about where this generation is coming from. You know, they've never lived in a world without the internet, you know, they've never lived in a world without constant instant gratification or constant connectivity. And for that, it's, it's difficult. You know, when we were growing up or when I I was growing up, I didn't have that much access to people and things and understanding. And which is great because I think, you know, with social media, it really opens up our eyes to what is possible and what you can achieve. You know, in growing up, I had never seen, you know, people driving Lamborghinis or going to like, (laughs) galas. And and I just didn't know that that really existed, um, outside of maybe like a music video. So, you know, being able to expand our minds to what's possible, I think that's an amazing attribute of social media. 
what I think, you know, hinders, you know, a lot of young people is understanding what's deciphering what's real from what's not real, deciphering like what's behind the smoke and mirrors. And I think that is an advantage that we as older millennials or Gen Xers have that millennials don't. Um, so I feel like that is sometimes rushing the process for them. You know, they all want to be older. They all want to be, you know, super wealthy. They all want to appear a certain type of way. And they're, um, comparing, you know, likes figuratively and literally to actually putting in the work, actually establishing, you know, credibility in their industry, actually, you know, putting forth the things that it takes to really get to the place where they're looking to be. And uh, authentically, authentically connecting with people too. You know, I think that's one of the things that is, is truly missing. And it's such a pinnacle point of your career and your advancement that you have to know how to talk to people. You have to know how to deal with people and understand uncomfortable situations and social media kind of masks that. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, a lot of times I find, you know, especially the younger millennials that I talk to, they'll almost get stuck in that, like, phase of thinking that that likes or or friends or followers on social media equates to something and I'm like it doesn't it doesn't have a, a value to it you know we've put a value on it but in the real world it doesn't necessarily mean anything right and then you know as it translates into the workplace they're not understanding like the effort that it took you to get to 2000 followers is not going to get you a promotion So you have to understand like what it really takes and what the work behind it is. You know, I find a lot of people in the workplace, it's always like, well, I'm doing my job. I deserve a reward. And so we're also dealing with that. We're dealing with like the reward generation where everybody got a trophy. So now they feel like just for doing what they're told, they now deserve to be bumped up or in the workplace where you find, you know, the younger generations, they think that they can do the jobs of an executive, not realizing like everything that's come into play for them to be able to be able to make those decisions and do things. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a combination of, of both of those things. You know, I think social media does a great job of connecting people and, you know, sharing lifestyles and really opening up our eyes and horizons. And I think it does a poor job in helping us really learn how to effectively communicate and, and paint real pictures. And that's why, you know, something like the life currency is so important to me. And I think to, you know, this generation, because we're actually telling real stories, we're connecting you with real people, we're encouraging honest conversations, we're almost forcing you to have, you know, real conversations and, and basing it on, you know, this community-based mentorship where, if you're going out for a job, like you can reach out to somebody who may know a, a hiring manager there or may have been there. If you don't know what to ask for for a salary, not everybody has, you know, parents or mentors or people that they can contact or they may not always be available. Yeah. But this um, community and this opportunity is offering that availability that you'll know that somebody's there. And it's a mix of executives who are looking to be mentors. And it's also a mix of your peers who are going through the same thing as you or may have just gone through it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's such great advice. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. 
That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash E-T-M for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report and <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and enter code ETM at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash ETM. Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30 
washable silk tops, timeless, 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. And, you know, I always like to talk people not just about sort of the shiny, glimmery side of, of money and life, but also some of the struggles. You know, I'm always honest with my podcast listeners about different things that I've been through. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about like your own money journey? I mean, have you struggled with anything along the way that you that you want to share or maybe like a victory that you had or? Yes, that is a whole nother podcast, <laughs> right? But <laughs> yeah, um. Let me let me kind of start from the beginning and I'll give I'll give the condensed version. So, I graduated college in 2009 in the midst of the financial crisis. There were literally no jobs. I couldn't get a job at Chick-fil-A if I tried. Um, during that time, I went on a road trip with one of my close friends and we drove from Virginia to Los Angeles. We stopped at every major city, every town on the way. We talked to people, we met people, we tried to get a feel for the city just to see what it was like. Um, that ended and we <laughs> eventually had to go back home still with no jobs, with no money. We ended up like just pooling all of our money together to make this road trip happen. Um, I had a friend who, um, offered me an internship in New York city. It was a two day internship. And I was like, okay, like if I can do this, like, let me see what it's like. I had no intentions of ever living in New York. I was like, ew, it's dirty. It's nasty. Like, absolutely not. Um, ended up going there and moved. I never went home. <laughs> I moved to New York. With <laughs> it a book sucked bag you in for a weekend trip. Um, I ended up very, very broke that whole, you know, first year or so I didn't have, I was working like three retail jobs. There was just literally nobody hiring. I knew I always wanted to work in media and things like that, but I didn't know how to get into it. And randomly I got a call from MTV that said I could do an internship, but the only kick was I had to be in school. I wasn't in school. I graduated already. So I did some finagling <laughs> to be able to get into the internship because it was literally my only opportunity. You know, I come from a small town in Virginia, so I didn't have a lot of connections and people to connect me. But during this time, you know, it was very hard. Like I, I rented a room you know, I ate ramen noodles every night. Like it was, it was a struggle. Um, after that, I eventually was able to like, I, I excelled a lot in that internship and I went on to working in the industry, um, bit by bit. And it was, it was all a climb and a struggle. Um, by the time I got to my second job where I was finally like a senior manager position, um, I got laid off. I got laid off two months after my promotion. Uh, my second promotion. And it was something that was so mind boggling to me. 
it was the first time I really realized and understood that you can be good at something and still it not work out. Yeah. And that was, you know, a real eye-opening situation for me and just understanding like how things work. And, you know, of course there, you know, I went through, you know, some struggles. And at that point I was, I was at a good place. You know, I had had some money saved up. I had an emergency fund. Like I was, I was good. So I took some time to really figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I had a, a, a boyfriend at the time and we had decided to move to Los Angeles together. I had recently just lost my grandmother and it was something that I just kind of wanted a new change of pace. You know, it was New York winter. So whenever it's New York winter, I'm like, I hate everything. Get me out of here. Here. So we moved to Los Angeles. Um, we got a place together. We did all these things at the time I wasn't working, but I was moving to LA to find a job. Um, and it ended up not working out between us. And he ended up staying on the East coast. And then I was stuck in Los Angeles with an expensive house, um, a lot of debt from moving and no job. You know, I ended up being almost like $20,000 in debt when I was in Los Angeles. And that was something I had never really experienced before. I had never experienced, um, being in that type of position. And it was scary. Um, and you know, what I had to do and figure out is just how I was going to make money and what I was going to do. And I ended up, you know, going back to getting a retail job and it was really humbling situation because at the time, um, there were people coming from New York for the MTV awards. And these are people that I worked with. So these are people that I knew that I worked yeah. with, see my life on social media, you know, my followers are up, my skin looks great because I'm in LA and <laughs> look like I'm just like living this dream. And in reality, I'm in such a bad place financially and just my whole world is kind of falling apart. And for me, that was so humbling because I ended up being in a position where they were coming into the store that I was working at and I was like servicing them as an employee. And I was like, so scared. But then it hit me like, why am I, why am I afraid that I'm making money? Like I'm supporting myself. And then I just, you know, pulled my bootstraps up and, and handled the situation. And I ended up getting a job out there and I ended up, you know, really enjoying my life and experience there. And, you know, maybe a year into that was when I got called to do my current job in New York. And, you know, I ended up moving and, you know, finally about a year into that, like was when I finally like cleared myself of all debt and figured out all of those things. But, you know, my journey and my relationship with money has been such a, such an up and down roller coaster. Um, and it's been something that I've been able to handle, but it is also something that sparked me to start the life currency because I know that if I wasn't me and I didn't have the skills or the relationships or the things that I had in place, either naturally or through trial and error, I wouldn't have made it. You know, I could have been put in a really bad situation to where I was homeless or where I couldn't, like I was all the way halfway across the, the country. I was across the country and, you know, helping people understand those skills and those behaviors and what to do and, and telling real honest stories. Like if you were to see my life through the social media lens, like you would think I had it all figured out. And I'm like, honey, no, I don't. <laughs> like there are some layers here, but you know, those are, those are the stories and those are the things that you want to be able to hear and relate to, because I guarantee there's somebody else who's going through that same situation. Um, 
And so, I mean, that, that's probably my, my topsiest, turviest money situation. All that happened through, you know, my twenties yeah. and, you know, I'm 29 right now about to be 30. And, you know, just looking back on that journey and that trajectory, like it was so up and down, it was so like emotional. And that's why TLC is really focused on that age group and that time, because you're really figuring it out and you're figuring it out in a place where people expect you to have it figured out and you want to appear like you had it figured out. So not only do you have to figure it out, but then you have to act like you have it figured out at the same time. And if that's not like insanity, I don't know <laughs> what is right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's awesome. I, I love that story because it's, it's just real. I mean, it's a, it's a reality. And in your 20s where everything already is a little bit rocky, you know, you throw any of those things in the mix and it's, it's just, it's hard to figure out what to do and it can feel super isolating. Want to know the number one money question I'm asked? It's how to get started investing without being overwhelmed. So if you're asking yourself the same question, then you have to check out the Investing for Beginners podcast. The hosts, Dave and Andrew, they break down investment terms and strategies in a way you can finally understand. I love that they're making investing accessible and they have an entire podcast dedicated to helping you invest better. Even if you're not ready to start investing, they explain the stock market and financial updates so you can really understand what is being said on the news. If you're ready to learn more about investing, I'd recommend you start with two of my favorite episodes. Listener Q&A, how do you start investing with a thousand bucks, where they explain how you get started right away. And back to basics of building your portfolio, where they explain how to build a portfolio from scratch. The Investing for Beginners podcast is a great way to start expanding your relationship with money. Find Investing for Beginners podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It can, and you can feel like you're all alone because we're afraid to talk about what's really happening. You know, we're so afraid to talk about like the realities in our situations and our relationships and our lives because we're programmed to make everything appear perfect and it's not perfect. And I think once we're able to start having those honest dialogues, it doesn't have to be with everybody. Like it could just be within the confine of someplace where you feel safe and comfortable, but having those conversations and having those dialogues is what's going to create the knowledge and the knowledge is what creates the decision-making and the decision-making is what creates the change. And that's kind of where I want to be a catalyst for. I want to be a catalyst for this generation making a change in how they deal with money, how they deal with situations, how they deal with esteem, everything that has to do with us creating, you know, this badass force of just amazing women (laughs) that are going to like take over the world in the next 20 years. That's great. Yeah. You mentioned the word change. So, um, you know, what kind of advice or tip would you give to, you know, younger, younger millennials? How can they actually stand out and maybe be a change maker if they don't have a big budget or they don't have a lot of followers? Are are there different things they can do to really make an impact? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I say this often and I say it all the time because, you know, everything I do is for girls like me. And I grew up in the smallest town ever in life (laughs) in a place called Yorktown, Virginia. I think there was like 150 people in my graduating class. Um, Like it was like, I just didn't have exposure to anything bigger than what I knew. And 
what you do when you have to start there is just start where you are and don't feel overwhelmed by what's happening, you know, around you and who's doing what, or, you know, Susie that has a hundred thousand followers and there's power in your story. There's power in the things that you have to say and the things you have to bring to the table and don't be afraid to reach out. You know, I don't think we sit back and realize how much of an advantage we are being in the digital age. We literally can get connected to anybody we want at any time. You know, they may not answer, but a lot of times they do. You would be surprised. Um, I'll never forget. I was in college and the CEO or CMO or something important. Something with a C. Something executive. Um, from Coca-Cola was talking to our class and she was telling us about how every time she does one of these speeches or something, she gives her personal email. And she was like, you know, some people be like, Oh my God, why do you do that? Like your inbox is probably crazy. She was like, I always give my personal email. She's like, I never walk out with less with more than five emails from people. She's like, people just don't understand that I'm giving you full access to me and you're not taking it. Wow. And from that point on, I was like, yeah, like I'm going to take advantage of those types of situations. I've never, you know, traditionally applied for a job. I've never traditionally, everything that I've done or accomplished has been through some sort of connection, whether it was a personal connection or a connection that I had to force. So it's going out to networking events and it's, you know, being social, it's introducing yourselves. Do not, I, I am notorious for going up to younger people at networking events and just speaking to them or being like, Hey, do you guys know each other? They always do. And I'm like, okay, so since you guys have already acquainted, why don't we go meet somebody else? Why are you there? Why are you going to a networking event to talk to somebody you already know, or, you know, drink at the bar? Like this is your opportunity to connect one-on-one with somebody who can further your career. You know, one time I met um, somebody at a networking event that she didn't even have a job to offer me, but she put me in contact with one of her friends that she knew was hiring. Like that's, that's yep. powerful and that's connections. And that's something that we all possess. So I never want people to get discouraged by money or followers or things like that, because you're able to be connected and and you're, there's power in like who you are in your story. And you kind of just have to start where you are and really figure out, you know, what your overall goal is and how are you getting there? You know, reach out to people that are, are where you are and, you know, get advice from them, understand who they are, go to an informational interview and ask them to introduce you to two more people afterwards. You know, those are the types of things that get you from having, no network to building a massive network to being able to reach out to those people to support your projects, to support you, to reach out to when you don't have a job. Those are the types of things that you want to be constantly creating while you're in this vulnerable state where you feel like you don't have enough because everything's right there. It's, it's in your laptop, it's in your phone, it's in, it's in what you can do. Yeah, I think everything that you just said needs like an exclamation mark behind it, (laughs) Uh, like multiple exclamation marks. In fact, I want to like scream it at everybody listening on this podcast because it's so, it's so true. So um, I'm super excited about life currency and where it's going, but tell the listeners about kind of what does the future hold and where can people find out about life and life uh, currency and engage with what you're doing? Yeah. 
so much. It, it literally keeps me up at night. Um, you know, we're growing really fast. You know, we've been open for business for about a month now and we're up to like over a thousand visitors each day, um, to the site and to the content. So that really speaks to like the need of what we're doing. Um, you know, the next is just really still creating like good creative content, making sure we're telling those untold stories of professionals and people you want to know and people you want to be like, um, one of the big things that we're working on is doing a series of, um, college chapters. So we're starting off with a couple of schools in Virginia where you'll actually be able to, you know, be a member of TLC on campus. And it's going to focus on all types of things, you know, related to professional development through a curriculum each semester. Um, we're working on some amazing courses. Um, we're partnering with Millennial Money on some amazing courses Yay! that you'll be able to find um, online so that you can get this information anywhere. You don't have to be in a big city to go to it. You know, you'll be able to access it from your home, which is some great, great information that will help you on your journey and your career. Um, we're doing an event series this summer that we're calling the Summer Series in our three top markets, so New York, um, L.A., and Atlanta. And then we're gearing up for a conference in 2018. And, you know, the best thing about the conference to me is that I feel like there has never been a place for this demographic to come in and learn. You know, I am a self-proclaimed conference junkie. (laughs) And, but I didn't, the only way I was able to go was if I put forth my own money or if a job sent me. They're so expensive. And then some of them are really boring. And you don't really get what you're looking for out of it. So where is that opportunity for, you know, this younger generation to learn what they're looking for in a fun, focused environment? So I'm really excited about that. Um, And where to find us, you know, our website is www.thelifecurrency.com. You can find, we update daily of original content. You can find us across all social media channels. We have a private Facebook group. Um, You can just hit, um, send a message to join. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much where you can find us. You know, we are a busy, busy team, but hopefully we are able to, you know, inspire and connect with, you know, a lot of the, your listeners. That's awesome. Well, I have so enjoyed the conversation. I can't thank you enough for being really transparent and honest about your own money story. I wish more people were like that. And I'm sure that the listeners are going to just absolutely love hearing that story as well. So thank you so much, Whitney, for being your guest. It has been our pleasure. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to hear more millennial money stories and future partnerships between millennial money and the life currency.